And welcome to Of God and Men, the show that's like a television set on a honeymoon. Unnecessary. <laughs> this is your host, Brom French. If you want to reach me, you can reach me by email at bromfrench at mail.com. That's B R A H M F R E N C H at mail.com. Or you can reach me at 210-854-8029. Today is a special day. Today, my son, Cheney, turns 14 years old. So I'd like to throw out there a happy birthday, son, although he never listens. <laughs> I'd also like to say happy birthday to, or happy anniversary, rather, to my sister and brother-in-law, and uh, my brother-in-law, a great addition to the family. And my sister, just a fantastic sister, a whole lot closer as adults than we were as kids. And I can hear her saying now, amen. <laughs> so uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, thank you so much for asking. I've been waiting. If you have noticed, if you have not been paying attention, you can see around us a world that is in utter chaos. Not just here in the States, here in America, but a world that is in utter chaos. Refugees fleeing Syria, going to, of all places, Germany, and Germany welcoming them in. And uh, Christian refugees that are now having to flee from ISIS. And everywhere we're turning, the world is in chaos. Our political system is just in shambles. Our uh, presidential candidates make themselves look like buffoons. Um, that's on both sides. Although, you know, for me, I do enjoy a good laugh and they are quite sure to give it to me. But everywhere we are looking, we are seeing a world that is chaotic, that is appearing like it has lost its mind. No form of sanity. Our borders are open, drugs everywhere, prisons full Everywhere you turn, homosexual marriage, it doesn't seem to matter. Now, everything's legal except for freedom of speech <laughs> and uh, being a Christian. You know, it, it's amazing the day that we have lived in. But that brings one interesting idea to mind. You see, whether or not you recognize it, this world really is not our home. We are just passing through. All of us have a destination somewhere else other than this world. I want my destination to be in heaven. I want my destination to be in eternity in the presence of the Lord. But all of us are just pilgrims. Some of us aren't going to the same place. But all of us are pilgrims. It's a good thing to remember that when you look at the world around you and see the turmoil and the utter destruction and chaos and, uh, oh, loss of anchor, loss of direction that this world has found its place in or found itself in. But you and I, if Jesus Christ is our anchor, if he is our one true love, then let the world come and go. We're just pilgrims anyway. We're just passing through. Be honest with you, in my flesh, I have looked around 
a little bit, I have considered where else can I move? But where am I going to move? Dear Lord, am I going to move to Germany with those nut jobs? <laughs> am I going to move to the Middle East? Am I going to move to Mexico? Heard one friend tell me I need to move to Belize. And I've, I've, I've considered that. Looking around, you're seeing where can you go? Well, there is still one place to go. And that's at the feet of Jesus. At his feet, you see, even in this world, at his feet. You'll find mercy, you'll find grace, you'll find peace, you'll find joy, you'll find comfort, all at his feet, which is just a taste of what heaven is going to be like. That's one of the reasons I'm determined I'm going to go, and I'm going to go by the book and by the Spirit, because without that, without those two things, the Bible says the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. That's why I need the letter to kill my flesh and the spirit to revive me. Let me take a break. When I come back, we'll go through the Bible in a quadrillion years. Hold on just a second. Will someone shut that bad up? Never! Never! Have you ever had trouble with opening the door? Well, now there's a solution. With the tap of the screen, the door ploppity plop plops open. For only four easy payments of $40.20. But call in the next 30 seconds and get the exclusive offer of one easy payment of $100. And we are back. And we're about to go to the Bible in a quadrillion years. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to Genesis chapter 32. What a big day indeed it is. Genesis 32, verse number 1. We're going to go from verse 1 to verse number 5. The Bible says this. And Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host. And he called the name of that place, blah, 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 blah. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, into the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob saith thus, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. And I have oxen and asses, flocks and manservants and women servants. And I have sent to tell my lord that I may find grace in thy sight. Let's go on to verse number six. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Esau. And also he cometh to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. If you remember the end of chapter 31, Jacob has heard from the Lord, and the Lord has told Jacob to get up and leave Laban. Laban has now, or Jacob has now talked to his wives, and his wives say, look, dad doesn't have anything for us anymore anyway. We are with you. And so they have left, but they left in the middle of the night. Laban has chased them down, and about a week or so finally catches up to them. They make a treaty, a peace compact, and offer a sacrifice on an altar. They have now made a covenant between each other. And so now Jacob is going to see his brother. The Lord told Jacob to go back to your family, go back to your kindred, go back to where you come from. And so Jacob is beginning to make that way, that journey. And he is now in shot. He's getting close. But you've got to remember, this is the same Jacob that tricked his brother a couple times. 
Same one that uh, sold a bowl of soup for a birthright. And that then stole a blessing from his brother uh, that his father was supposed to give him. And so we're seeing now a, uh, a tendency for Esau to maybe be a little upset. <laughs> to not be so pleased with him. And that's about where we're picking up. Jacob has gone, he went his way and the angels of God have met him. And so now he has an encounter of glory. This is not the first encounter, not the first encounter that the family has had. But Jacob has had an encounter with angels. The Bible says the angels of God met him. And Jacob saw them. He said, this is God's host. And called the name of that place someplace that I'm not going to bother looking up at the moment. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of uh, Seir, or, uh, Sire, however you want to pronounce it, the country of Edom. So Jacob is now sending word. Brother, I'm coming. I want to come in peace. I'm coming. Please have open arms for me. And so he's got the word out, and brother is hearing that he's coming. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob saith thus, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. So give me, uh, tell him I have an excuse <laughs> that's basically what he's saying. I have an excuse for where I've been. I, I haven't been the jerk all these years. I, I've learned Laban's tricked me 14 years to get two wives. Actually, 14 years to get one wife because he gave me the wrong one first. And then more years to serve to get cattle. Six years to get possessions. And I now have been on the other side. I now understand what it's like to be deceived, <laughs> to be tricked. I have suffered what I have sown. I now have reaped and I'm coming to make peace. So we're going to pick up again. He says, and he's commanding him, go tell Esau this and that I've been with Laban all this time. Verse number five, he says, and I've got oxen, I've got asses, I've got flocks, I've got men servants, women servants. And I've sent to tell my Lord that I may find grace in thy sight. I want to have peace between you and me. Remember that it was the Lord that told him to go back. It was God that spoke to him to say, go back to your kindred. Go back to your family. This is going to come into play a little later on. Not today, but in the next short while we're going to see. It was God that told him, but he suffers some things. And in his mind, especially... Because of his past. He says, I've got oxen, I've got asses, I've got flocks, I've got men servants and women servants. And I have sent to tell my Lord that I might find grace in your sight. I want to have peace. And the Bible says, verse number six, and the messengers returned to Jacob saying, we came to thy brother Esau and also he cometh to meet thee. Now that might have been fine all by itself. Esau doesn't want you to have to trek yourself all the way over there. So he's going to meet you halfway. You know, what a great brother, except the fact that he, they followed it with this. He cometh to meet thee and 400 men with him. <laughs> so now all of a sudden, everything that Jacob has done in the past, how he has deceived his brother, how he has tricked him, how he has robbed him blind, is now brought all back to the front of his memory. It's all brought before his eyes again when he hears he's coming with 400 men. Because then all of a sudden, this sounds like war. 
not like peace. This sounds like he's upset. It doesn't sound like he's coming out of the generosity of his heart. And so he's going through a whole bunch of different emotions because of his past. Now, at this point, before they get together, we're going to see in just a little while that he's going to have an encounter. That Jacob is going to have another encounter with an angel. And his life is forever going to be changed. He's going to walk with a limp. His life is forever going to be different. But at this point, he's learned from the past, but he hasn't had a name change. He hasn't had a heart change. That doesn't come until after the angel touches the hollow of his thigh. Like I said, we will get there a little later on. Tell him I've, <laughs> I just have run out of time, ladies and gentlemen. We will talk to you later.